So today we're going to be talking about content creation for clubs. And here today I have Austin and Xander Arthur. They are both the owners of a very successful gym, the biggest gym in Florida. And I have them here today because they've pretty much constructed one of the best content creation systems for any gymnastics center I've ever seen. So thank you guys for being here. So I want to know who first started getting into the content. I know Austin was first in web development at the beginning of your guys' careers starting the gymnastics Mm -hmm. center. And then I know you guys have this whole system for multimedia design. How did all of that get started? Because I've never seen any gym owners that actually do any of this kind of stuff. Yeah, well, that was definitely Austin because I was more on the side of being the gymnastics coach and the gymnast. Mm -hmm. So Austin was really the one who started the started creating like flyers and images and he, he knew more about multimedia and design work and digital work and things like that so mm-hmm. he started doing it when he was really young so maybe also tell about that Oops. yeah well both of us were in a band when we were kids and teenagers and so the one thing that we knew we had to do was to get the word out for mm-hmm. our music so mm-hmm. we'd create flyers so i got a computer and a laptop and started to learn how to use Photoshop to make flyers and pass them out to other kids and teenagers in the in the uh, neighborhood. And that's how it got started. And then we started managing gyms, you know, as we evolved as coaches. Mm-hmm. And through there, we started to do work just like that for the clubs that we were working for, mm-hmm. kind of making designs for them in terms of their websites and flyers for events. They're having a parents night out or a camp or something mm-hmm. like that. So then it evolved, of course, our path, our journey evolved to where we were doing it for ourselves and then doing it again for other clubs, but in a different capacity as a contracted work. That's really interesting to hear that you guys already started your marketing journey back when, how old were you guys when you had that band? He was probably 10. I was 10 years like old. Yeah. yeah. Well, we grew up together and like, I want to clarify for everybody, we're three years apart. Mm-hmm. It's not that I was immature. It was that he was very precocious. So mm-hmm. he was pretty young and I was probably like 12 or 13. I think mm-hmm. you were probably 10 or maybe nine. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But, but we, started, we started learning about marketing back then because back then everything was a street team. So you only had community outreach because the only like social channel, if you could even call it a social channel, was mm-hmm. MySpace. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's where you would have the website that you can promote your mostly for bands and then it evolved to like personal page. And that's where face. Well, my, MySpace turned into, I guess, well, I think MySpace is still out there. But mm-hmm. yeah. well, I guess people started using Facebook instead. for everything. Yeah. But um, so. the thing is, MySpace is the only thing out there for that. And it was mostly just text and some pictures. But there wasn't marketing on websites like a, at all, you know, back then. So it was all street team stuff or community outreach where you go on the street and you pass out flyers, you throw flyers on the floor and things like that, mm-hmm. put it on people's car, talk to people. Mm-hmm. But there was no like digital marketing that didn't exist back then. So at least you guys knew from day one that the importance of getting the word out. I want to talk about the importance of content creation as a very pivotal part of the entire web marketing system. Do you think you guys can explain in your own words how important it is as the very first step in web marketing, why content creation is the foundation of it all? Let me first explain what content is because for some gym owners, marketing in general is just extremely foreign to them. Mm -hmm. So I think we need to break down exactly what content is and then there's some other things in marketing we won't go into in this podcast, but content is really the first step in your marketing journey. Mm-hmm. So there's multiple phases. There's content creation, there's multimedia design, video yeah. animation, mm-hmm. there's web development, digital marketing, social media, community outreach, things like that. So content is the first step in the journey, which is gathering photos, gathering videos, writing descriptions, writing what we call ad copy, mm-hmm. which is where we create blogs and, and 
words to put on your text to put on your website and flyers and just subject lines and things like that. So that's really what content is. Yeah. When it comes to media, Austin's more the expert there. So that's gathering the, the photos and videos. And Austin will go ahead and explain why good quality content really sets the stage for a successful marketing campaign. Yeah, it's, it's exactly right. So not to conflate the two, taking the pictures for your flyer, getting the picture of the coach that you want to put on a great flyer and mm-hmm. you're going to put uh, you know, a graphic around her mm-hmm. and make a big circle behind her. That's all the multimedia design part, the stuff that comes after you capture the content to make that flyer. Right. The thing is about content creation is really interesting. It's really changed a lot over the years. When we were first getting started, it was so important to have beautiful content, perfect quality, if you really wanted to be taken seriously. Mm-hmm. And early on, that's one of the things that really stood us apart from a lot of clubs is that we took content creation so seriously in the multimedia design. We knew that we had to look like Coca-Cola, like McDonald's to really stand out from the other clubs. Yeah. And so it really made us successful. People would come in and they'd think that we're a franchise and just one of many. And it was just because we paid so much attention to details. I would say every detail matters. Mm -hmm. But it's funny because it's changed a lot in the past couple of years. Mm -hmm. Now that is necessary, but it's not the only thing. You also have to have very organic feeling content, which is something totally new. Mm-hmm. In the past, if you had organic feeling content, it was just called garbage. But now, <laughs> if you don't have organic, organic feeling, feeling, yeah, if you don't is. have organic feeling content, it feels like you're not a, you're not real people. Right. And organic feeling content means you could take a phone and you go like this, you know. Which if, if anybody who's ever worked with me in multimedia design, I hate taking video like this. So this versus this, yeah, portrait and know? landscape, right? Because yeah. the TV is like this. You know, the laptop is like this. But mm-hmm. these days, it's totally different. Everybody's looking at the phone like this. Right. So you could just go as a gym owner and take a video. Hey, we're here, and we got parents' night out. And mm-hmm. in the past, that'd be considered ridiculous. But in the present, that's very good to do. It feels like people want to feel very connected with you. Like you're just a regular person, and you're just one right. click away from them. Right. So now you have to do both. You have to have high-quality content, and you have to have that organic content, that really easy-to-do stuff. You know, maybe yourself in the kitchen just talking to, to your people. So it's changed a lot, but with um, regard to high quality content, it's also something that's quite interesting. You could do high quality content with just your cell phone these days. Apple and Android both are are really good. One more than the other in terms of one's better at still photos, one's better at video. But you could take great content for your website, for your blog post, whatever you want to do, Mm -hmm. all from your phone. So it's really changed a lot. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of the idea of the content introduction and importance of it so in the article that i'm writing i'm talking about how the content you capture truly reflects your branding the image of your club what you want to appear as to your potential customers i feel like that's one thing that people need to learn how to do is take the right kind of content and have it actually apply to what their business is about because gymnastics usa your gym it's all about the positive approach and if that doesn't reflect in the content that you get, then I feel like the branding is not going to make any sense to anybody. So how did you guys first come up with that branding at your gym? Well, we knew we had two themes we wanted to work on, which was patriotism and positivity. Mm-hmm. You know, So we stuck with those th- themes quite well. Mm-hmm. And we have the idea of the a professional-run business. You want to have a feel to you of a corporate run business for that mm-hmm. professional touch that you can count on right. but also that personal touch like a like a mom and pop shop you know mm-hmm. so those were the arcing themes that we went with mm-hmm. and we really honed in on them between the positive approach between patriotism and between that blend of corporatism mm-hmm. but also 
small town feel like you know us, you know, right. like we're one of you. No, that's, that's exactly what it was. And I remember at the beginning, we didn't have any way to get content at all because we didn't, we didn't have a gym opened. So we couldn't get any photos of the facility. We couldn't get any photos of kids or anything like that. And so we had to use a bunch of stock footage of kids. And now you see the pictures that we used in 2014. <laughs> Every single gym has a right. kid that's on. The famous one is a kid that's holding the rings. His knees tucked up. up. Yeah. yeah. The knees tucked up, smiling, the blonde hair. Everybody has that photo. And there's yeah. a few others. The, the three or four girls with leotards. That's a really common one. Mm-hmm. So the point of that is that now you can't do that anymore. All that content has been used over and over and over and you don't want to look and you'll look just like the gym that's right next to you. So like you really have to take the photos and videos yourself yes. today, in today's time. Yeah. People smell the, the royalty free art uh, photos. Yeah. They can tell quickly. They can tell that the photo. stock yes. images don't give that personal touch like you were talking about. Right. And it doesn't actually give them what a real sense of your business looks like on the right. inside. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so In the upcoming articles and information we're going to be talking, content is the very first subject. Can you talk about exactly why and then what leads after that? So it is the first step because if you don't have any images or video footage or any any descriptions, any ad copy, Mm -hmm. you really don't know where to go next. You know, you can't work on nothing. Mm -hmm. And also, if your videos or photos are really poor, you can't polish garbage. There's no way you can make it look great by the next step, which is multimedia design, which is adding graphics, which is adding text, color correction, any animation or anything like that. You can't do that with bad material. So you have to have good photos. You have to have good video. You have to have a good reason that you're campaigning. So if you're trying to say, hey, 50% off deal, you need to have all the description of why and all the the clickbaity kind of stuff. And like, you must click this offer, leaving soon, Mm -hmm. you know, deal closing soon whatever right you have to write all that stuff out to give the multimedia designer a vision of what it's supposed to look like is it supposed to sparkle is it supposed to shine is you want streaks on it do you want a big star do you want whatever so that's why it's the first step and then after that it's putting on the website and then putting on social media boosting the ad through digital marketing efforts and then creating flyers that you can pass out in your community and so on and so forth and i love how you're mentioning ad copy because i feel like what text does for your content is it kind of ties everything in together because Mm -hmm. as a human when you're looking at an image you're trying to soak up as much information as possible Mm -hmm. and i feel like the ad copy does Mm -hmm. is to connect what the image is telling you right um to the text yeah it's a great way to say it i wish i said it like that (laughs) i really want to help gym owners and club owners all over the world with this so you're a club owner you've never really been doing content creation besides maybe here and there you know social media and stuff like that what is the first step to getting a process going? So is it hiring somebody who's a photographer or maybe getting somebody that's already a coach in that does this kind of stuff? Like, What would you advise to club owners to start this process for their gym? I would definitely do it in-house to get the images mm-hmm. and write your own descriptions. Because for the description-wise, like ad copy, we call it, only you know your business you know it better than anybody else. So at, at first, you're going to have to write your own descriptions until you get to the point where you have, you know, the staff and the, the team to be able to build that stuff for you. Mm-hmm. But at first, you're going to have to do it as, as the gym owner. For the photos and stuff, sure, you can do it, but you can also have someone in-house, a coach, an admin staff to take it with their phone. Just look at the photo. Just mm-hmm. look at the video. If, if It has to look good. If it doesn't look good, don't use it. Don't don't think that, oh, in post, you know, the, the design guy will fix it. No, they're not. Mm-hmm. So you can do it with your camera. The, the, the video has 4K. 
portrait view. Mm -hmm. That looks so amazing. It looks as good as these cameras. It's awesome. So, you, but you just have to really look at it and analyze it and say, is this a good image? Is this a good video? And compare it to professional companies. Compare it to Gymnastics USA. L look at your images versus our images at Gymnastics USA. Mm -hmm. And then really be honest with yourself and you're like, is this a good image? Is this image bright enough? Is a kid happy? Is the background good? Or is there right. a trash can right behind the kid? You know, things like that. Yeah. Exactly. That's a very good point. And that's one thing that people often make a mistake when they're doing content creation, capturing those photos, is they're not paying attention to everything. Mm -hmm. So you'll be taking this great video of little Susie on the bars, but meanwhile, little Jenny's down there laying on the beach just flat on right. her stomach, and you're not even looking at that because you're mm -hmm. so focused on your one subject. So you really need to obviously focus on that subject, but also look at everything else. Like I said earlier, everything matters, very much so. The other thing is, like he said, with lighting. You know, you want to use yeah. lighting. You have to think about lighting because you don't want it to look like burnt toast, okay? You want it to look beautiful, bright. You want to see all the colors. And the best way to do that, if you're doing it in your club especially, let's say you have windows on the west side, where you want right. to film so that the sun is behind you. So that's your lighting. You have professional lighting by the sun. So these are the kinds of things you got to think about with the lighting. Don't ever try to work against the sun. You will lose every right. time. So mm -hmm. stuff yeah, like that. exactly. But that actually uh, brings me to a question about equipment. Okay, so does a gym owner have to make a small investment in certain equipment? I know here at you know our gym, we have a good amount of equipment to set us up for success. The phone is a great tool. Yeah. However, like, do you think it's important that these small businesses invest in a little bit of camera equipment? I, I think that what the small business owner needs to invest in is a good phone. Mm, that's it. Okay? They just need to invest in a good phone. They need to go down to the phone store if they don't have a good phone already. Mm -hmm. And they need to talk to the person about the camera. Okay? Right. Uh, my goal is to get a great camera on my phone. Right. You have to have a phone anyway. You have to have a smartphone anyway to s successfully be a business owner today. Yeah. So get a good phone if you don't have one already that has a great camera. And then that's, that's going to get you as far mm. as you need to go. Yeah. If you want to take it to the next level later on, then you, you justify that on your own you look at your right. numbers and, and see if you can afford the luxury of a nice camera right and, and create content with the equipment that you have so don't try to pull off some really fantastic video that's really high production with just your camera phone right. because you're going to need the right audio equipment you're going to need the right lighting and all yes. that stuff don't you, you can make amazing advertisements and amazing media off of your phone if you know your limitations if you see a nice video with really good lighting and big wide shots and things like that, and that's really with, with really nice equipment and nice lighting and a whole bunch of production stuff. And they're talking really far away from the camera. That's with the good lapel audio and stuff. If you don't have that, don't try to do yes. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You can get away with really good content of just doing like this. What's up, guys? I've seen some really good advertisements from million dollar, billion dollar companies of a guy just holding a phone like that. And just do that then. You know, know what your limits are. Exactly, and that goes to it changing. Mm -hmm. Five yeah. years ago, if you go like this and try to make an advertisement, you look like a fool and nobody trusts you. Mm -hmm. But now it's totally acceptable. Mm -hmm. And on that, right. just because you have a beautiful camera on your phone, you don't have a beautiful lapel mic on your right. collar. Okay, so you gotta keep that in mind. Unless you're right here, the phone's designed, the microphone's designed to just be right here. Yeah. So if you're 10 feet away having your coach film you talk about your new summer camp program, forget it, it's gonna be mm -hmm. a disaster. Don't do that. That's not going to provide you good content. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you have the microphone, fine. But if you're working off your phone, be very careful with the audio. I would just recommend doing a voiceover. So talking about content creation. Right. You could do the video. You can have all these beautiful scenes in it. 
but don't have yourself talking on it. If you really want to talk in the video, if you're limited to your phone, do the audio separate, do your voiceover. So then you record right here on your phone and then you have that audio track to add That's to really the video idea. that you created. Right. Yeah. 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 So I think you guys are giving a lot of value to these gym owners because I know some of them are kind of in the older generation too. I talked to thousands of gym owners before and a lot of them are on the older side. So their excuse is that they're not you know, accustomed to technology. Is this something that you think that they're just going to have to get over or do they hire somebody like a young person to assist them with all of this? It's more that they don't see the value in it than them actually knowing how to do it themselves because they can get anybody to do it. They can get their admin staff to do it, the coaches to do it. Mm -hmm. So they know the technology. It's just the generation before the newer generation of gym owners, they don't understand the value of good content and digital and web development, right. web marketing, digital marketing. They don't understand the value. Mm -hmm. um, so they need to be educated on how everything has shifted to online. So right. they, it's, they don't need to know the technology at all. If they don't have a phone, they don't have a phone. That's fine. But I guarantee you that 16, 17-year-old coach does, and she has the perfect iPhone yeah. to make the perfect content. She probably makes great content all the time mm -hmm. on her own Instagram. Right. Yeah. So you don't need to know the technology. You just need to know the value in the technology, and that will make you successful. Because right now, and with the current, current climate, when we come back from COVID and stuff, you're gonna have nobody come knocking at your door. Back in the day, back in the 90s and the early 2000s, people didn't need to go to your website first and look at your photos and see your all the information. They would just knock on your door and walk into your facility right. for information and get the brochure, you know? Yeah. Or just try the free class or whatever. They don't do that anymore. They look online first, they through Google, they search yep, you. It's all Google. And they look at pictures, they wanna see the 3D virtual tour, for, tour first, and that's gonna, <laughs> That's already been the case for the past five years and increasingly mm -hmm. growing. Because I remember when we first opened just six years ago, that wasn't the case. People were still walking in. We didn't see the value in digital marketing. We, we knew the value of content creation and multimedia design, but digital marketing itself, we didn't right. see value, which is like boosting your ads and stuff, just mm -hmm. for people that don't know the difference. So back then, it was all about people knocking your door and walking in, and then it became more about them looking up online. And now, because post-COVID, now mm -hmm. it's definitely going to be all online. They're, gonna, they're not going right. to invest or take the risks, if you will, of going out and being out and meeting people in the real world. They're going to want to do it online first and mm -hmm. make sure if they want to take that choice and want to take that risk or investment, then right. they'll go out. Yeah, it's very true. Just think about your own personal life. You know, I know that when I go home, me and my wife, when we're laying in bed, what are we doing? Let's say, let's be honest, most of us are on our phones. <laughs> yeah. And you know there's a lot of stigma against that, you know, well, you're just on your phone all the time. But if you think about it in the 1950s and you see a picture of a couple, what are they doing in bed? Reading, They're reading books. Book. They're yeah. reading their own books. Yeah. So this is just the new book. You know, and just, a lot of yeah. times you're reading a book on your phone. It's just Absolutely. a dumber version. But. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the, my point, though, is people are always on their phone. Mm -hmm. So when the parent wants to look up what to do for little Susie, she's doing it on her phone, just like Xander yeah. said. This is everything. This is like a part of our body now. Right. You know, the phone. So it's so important. Like I said, people aren't walking in. They're walking in digitally through your phone. Right. I want to say yeah. one more thing about whether or not to hire somebody for content creation. Mm -hmm. I think it's actually a really bad idea for gym owners really? to hire some hotshot contractor, some guy who just knows everything and is going to come in and do this wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like how it's always a bad idea to start a cheer program in your gym just from based on one coach because this one coach is going to come in and do it. And mm -hmm. then what happens when he disappears? Right. And he spent half the six months just saying things he doesn't even know what he's talking about just right. to try to prove his worth in the company. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of times it's the same thing with these rogue content creators. I'm not talking bad about people who do this for a living. There's wonderful people who do it for a living. Mm -hmm. I'm 
talking about the risk for a gym club owner, our industry, yeah. to hire somebody outside to do this. It's a mm. high risk. You could waste a lot of money. You could waste a lot of time. When you could just, like he said, there's so many wonderful staff members, I'm sure, that are always on the gram. They know exactly yeah. how to use the, the technology. Just yeah. have your staff do it if you can't do it. Have your son do it, your nephew do it. Right. Maybe you hire a team later on, which obviously are a little bit more trustworthy. Mm-hmm. You know, But those are things down the line when you're ready to take the next step. Ultimately, it's right here. And if it's not in your own hand, it's in your staff member's hand. So. Yeah. And plus, you know, if you if you hire somebody else to do everything in your business, then you don't ever get the chance to learn everything about it. Right. And I feel like as a business skill, mm-hmm. social media, marketing, community outreach is a very necessary skill. Mm-hmm. So then you're just giving up the chance to learn more about the thing you should be learning more yeah. about. And just yeah. basic management and leadership, you never want to just abdicate a job to somebody, meaning that you're just like, hey, go yeah. do this job and post on social media now, go do it. They're always going to do a bad job, no matter how good they are as a person or a worker. You you have to make sure that it's a process between you and the person that's getting the content. Right. In software, we call it you you as the owner and the developer. It's a constant relationship, at back and forth of not you not micromanaging, but just saying, hey, can you get today? You get three three photos of Susie on the bars. Tomorrow, let's do two photos of Johnny on the bars. And then come back to me. And then they come back to you and say, oh, what did you get? Oh, it looks pretty good. Maybe let's try again with yeah. this. And then it's a back and forth and making sure that it, there's a there's some accountability there. And then it actually is what you want. And then post it, you know? So, like, I then work on that framework. Yeah, it's the difference between abdication and delegation. Mm-hmm. Right. You delegate these things, which means that you are setting the criteria. Right. You are setting the criteria and doing the review of the work. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just... Hey, all right, we got Hotshot over here. He's going to do everything. Mm-hmm. That's abdicating your authority, and yeah. that's never a good thing. Yeah, so. it would lead to failure every single time. Yeah, and I'm sure all the people listening would be like, yep, I've done that a hundred times. I still haven't learned yeah, a lesson. Exactly. That actually reminded me of the concept of documenting everything that's going on and curating the content. Mm-hmm. If you were to do a percentage of how often we're just going into the gym and documenting what's already happening versus how often we're curating the content, meaning creating a concept and scheduling and you know, planning it out, I think it's mm-hmm. extremely pivotal that you document way more than you are trying to create yes. things, you know, because it's already happening. It's, it's going to yeah. be easier for you. Yes. And all of that comes naturally because your coaches are taking videos of their gymnasts for instructional purposes. Mm-hmm. So and that could be the documentation side of it or just recording a meeting or something with right. your staff and then using right. it as a social post. So, yeah. What's easier, taking your phone, picking it up and doing this? Or saying, oh, okay, little Susie, what you going to do? And I, you want to smile like this and then put your hand up and you're going to do a salute? This is exactly. a very difficult thing. Exactly. So this is step two. This is when you've mastered step one. Just picking yeah. up your phone, putting it on Instagram. That's it. Right. You start yeah. at step one. But the, yeah, and so that's saying getting started even if it's not perfect. And I agree with that. So it's like iterations, like one step at a time. So like, like you were saying before, when you're trying to make good content, yes, everything matters. But if you're trying to get started, everything doesn't matter. You're just going to have to start Correct. posting, getting you said content. iterations, perfect. Yeah. You start so, at step one. Yeah. And then you go to step two when you're ready. Right. And just get better and better. And then if you really want good quality images, you're going to have to curate it. You're going to have to, you're going to, have to set the scene and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. All right. Last topic here. So let's just say somebody has started. They're getting in the photos. Where, where do people begin with the editing, the multimedia media design part of this? Not only are people not professional photographers. Luckily, they have their cell phone nowadays. But they're probably even more not Editors, video editors, photo editors, 
you know, are, are you, do you guys have resources that you can give these gym owners? Well, I think one thing I would say is don't go and download Photoshop. Mm-hmm. You know, it's an it's an advanced tool. Mm-hmm. There's these days, uh, it's, there's so many tools out there that are free and very easy, and there are apps on your phone, Canva, yeah. you know, and there's just so many of them that are just fantastic. That will, in a couple clicks, you could do what it would take an hour for a professional to do because mm-hmm. the technology is so great. Right. So you got to look into these tools like Canva and, right. and go there. Also, a great way to do it is to get, that's where maybe you hire a team if you want to take it to the next level at some point. You know, they provide the content, you provide the content rather, and then they do the dev work to really make this, to maximize this content that you've created onto your website, onto a video, and, and so on and so forth. But use the Canva tools and similar tools like that. Don't try to go to this very advanced technology. It's just going to be a mess. Right. Yeah, yeah you can definitely do a lot of it by yourself. Play. At first, you're going to need to do it on your own, see if you can do Canva and things like that. You can also get Fiverr guys to help you as long as you actually write out exactly what you want. You know, don't mm-hmm. just send somebody to someone, tell them to do it and bring it back. You're not going to like it. Nobody can read your, read your mind. Make sure you write out acceptance criteria, meaning like describing in words what you want done to the image or video. Try your best to do it in-house to save money. When you're ready for that next step, it's best to get either someone that knows what they're doing or hiring a third, third-party company. Mm-hmm. We have um, a company called My Web Solution, mm-hmm. which for our listeners, Adam is actually the VP of. We do web development, digital marketing, social media work. Yeah, I mean, I think it's insane that a company could literally pay a few hundred dollars and have yeah. so many resources behind right. their you yes. know, business. Exactly. Um, yeah, but and that few hundred dollars might cost you thousands in paying yourself and paying your employees to do. Right. You just spend a few hundred dollars to a third party that can do everything under the sun because they have the resources to do it, like us. And that's why it's best to go with a team and not yeah. just some individual you find off Craigslist or something yeah, yeah. like this. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah and a company that knows your industry. Resources. That's mm-hmm. the biggest yeah. reason. Right, you know? and it's another reason why we keep our prices low. And yeah. in our case, because right. we know the industry, we care about the industry, we want the industry to be great. Yeah. You know, so. That's part of the whole thing. Yeah. We're one community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, both of you, thank you so much for being here. I hope to have you guys here way more often so we can talk about other yeah. things too. Thanks for having me. multimedia design next. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> next Go up. in order. Yeah. Cool. Okay. All right. Thank, thank you. you.